Good morning, everyone. Good morning. My name is Fakisha Watson. I am the CEO and the founder of Know Your Worth Ministries. And on today, I come to give you an encouraging word um, for the body of Christ. I know that many of us in the body of Christ and other churches um, are taking the time to turn down their plate and to fast before the Father. And um, I just wanted to come here on today because God has put it on my heart to talk about fasting and to talk about the importance of fasting and what fasting will do, not only for your body, but what it can do for you spiritually and for your future. Um, The the reference um, scripture that I will be using is Isaiah chapter 58, verses 6 through 12. And it says in the New Living Translation, No, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. Then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call, the Lord will answer. Yes, I am here. He will quickly reply. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression and stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Feed the hungry and help those in trouble. Then your light will shine out from the darkness and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild and deserted the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. That is the reading of the word of the Lord. The topic of this series is the lifestyle of fasting. The lifestyle of fasting. Fasting has been practiced by humans and also by animals since the history began. The Bible has over 74 references about fasting, such as Moses, Jesus, Cornelius, Esther, Anna, Barnabas, and Saul, Nehemiah, David, and other prophets. There are significant numbers we find in the Bible that deals with fasting, such as the number three, number seven, 21, and the number 40. We have seen through scripture how fasting brings miracles, deliverance, healing, and victories. The discipline of fasting releases the anointing, the favor, and the blessing of God in the life of a Christian. It is the secret key that unlocks heaven's doors and shut the gates of hell. In this podcast, we are going to be addressing what is fasting, the purpose of fasting, the proper attitude for fasting, and how to avoid the sweeping tail 
of one of our greatest spiritual enemies called the Leviathan. The Leviathan, that particular podcast will be the next one. This is That will be the part two of fasting. When we have a desire to fulfill our purpose and to know our destiny in God, we begin to have a desire to seek for God more than just food. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. We have to get to a point where we will say, Lord, I want more of you. I will push tradition aside. I will push religion aside. I am starving and craving just for you. Fasting is more than just starving ourselves or looking at it as a diet. Fasting is restraining from food for a spiritual purpose. Let me say that again. Fasting is restraining from food for a spiritual purpose. Fasting and building a relationship with God goes hand in hand. You cannot fast without praying and you cannot pray. And and so with that, you have to, that's part of building fasting and building a relationship with the father goes hand in hand. According to King, according to King David in the Psalms 42, fasting brings one into a deeper and more intimate and powerful relationship with God. Fasting is a lifestyle and supercharges our efforts to accomplish God's purpose. In the Bible, as we look at the spiritual realm of fasting, it was a regular part of the Jewish law and it continues to be part of the Christian practice. One of the benefits of why we fast is seeking God for answers and to show commitment to him by denying the flesh. When we fast, we realize the freedom that we are not a slave to our food. We are not a slave to our food. Fasting bring us to the realization that we walk in the freedom and that we are not slave to our food. At the end of the 20, uh, end of the day of, of your fasting, um, we will begin to have mental power to control food. You will have the power to control food. For instance, if you're always a Pepsi drinker or if you're always like to eat um, donuts and sweets, when you begin to fast, your spiritual man, your, your physical man, your mental, everything begins to line up. Everything begins to change. There's a power and that power is the Holy Spirit that will help you to control food. The word translated fast from the Hebrew means to put your hands over your mouth. Fast from the Hebrew means to put your hands over your mouth. When you put your hands over your mouth, you can't put nothing in. When we have mental power to control food, we will most likely abstain from ungodly habits. Do you see that? When we have the power to control food, 
we are most likely to abstain from ungodly habits, ungodly thinking, and behavior. That's powerful, how the spiritual connects to the natural. Fasting is a way of denying self and experiencing greater measure of holiness. It causes us to be more real with God. It becomes clear what is holy and unholy. We begin to see our hearts for what it really is, and it takes pride right out of us. While fasting, we need to impress God instead of trying to impress other people. In fasting, we need to impress God instead of trying to impress other people. Because number one, when we fast, we, we, we fast because we are not as hypocrites. Don't be like the Pharisees and the Sadducees that fast to be seen. Number two, fasting is not about competition and is not about showing off who can last longer in fasting, who does shorter, who can abstain from what. It's not about boasting and it's not about arrogance. Number three, true fasting brings humility that cares only what God thinks. Jesus said this kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. Fasting brings help and deliverance. In the 1960s, there was a great drought in America. Crops and livestock were dying and farmers were suffering very badly. President Lyndon B. Johnson called the nation to a time of fasting and prayer. And in three days, the heavens broke open and the rain came down and America was spared. Kind of like, for example, in the Bible, King Jehoshaphat, when he was being attacked by the four armies everywhere, what did they do? They turned down their plates, they fasted. When they fast, they won the battle. They won the victory by the four armies. Esther, another example, when she got the news that Haman wanted to kill the nation, wanted to kill her people, she, she and the people made a decision. They turned down their plates and they began to pray. They fast. And what happened? Haman got killed and the people's lives were spared. Benjamin Franklin said this powerful quote, To lengthen thine life, Lessen thy meals. To lengthen thy life. Lessen thy meals. We have to choose to dethrone the dictator within. That dictator is our stomachs. It's be it began at the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve ate the fruit from the forbidden tree. That one meal 
transform their lives from peace to fearfully hiding from his presence. They ate out of the garden of Eden and out of the will of God and his provision. So you have to ask yourself the question, who is your king? King Stomach or King Jesus? Esau was an example of how he traded his birthright for a bowl of soup. How the children of Israel died because they were lusting, murmuring and complaining because they were tired of manna and wanted quail. So God gave them quail for a whole month and they were dying because their eyes were bigger than their stomachs. They ate themselves right out of the promised land. During this time of fasting, you have to come to the realization and make a promise to yourself that you are not going to eat yourself right out of your promise. In fasting in this season, look at the eyes of the prize of what you are desiring and do not let food dictate you and get you kicked right out of your promise. Living a spiritual fast life produced both miraculous results in the Christian walk. The physical benefits are rejuvenating of health, vitals working correctly, longer life, loss of unwanted weight, stomach strengths, reduced mouth and body odor, um, it slows down the aging process, eliminates the body toxins that causes illness, disease, fatigue, and other ailments, migraines, headaches, allergies, asthma, clears acne, and other dermatolo dermatological problems. Um, it mortalizes blood, normalizes blood pressure. It prevents cold and flus, helps irregular menstrual cycles, hot flashes. It keeps arteries um, young, healthy cholesterol level. It cures mental and emotional disorders, increased energy, and it improves all of the, our five sensory facilities. That is the beauty of seeking the face of God and turning down your plate. Not only that you get spiritual benefits, but you get physical benefits as well. That's a two-pack deal. That is awesome. That is something to give God praise for. The word declares in, th in 3 John, in verse 2, it says, I hope all is well with you, that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. Now, there are also spiritual benefits with fasting. It brings us closer to God. It strengthens and purifies the spirit, wins souls for the kingdom, will bring people back to church more faithfully. Make atonement in our spirit for our sins. Deliverance from sinful and unhealthy habits. 
bringing the body into spiritual subjection, break demonic oppression, uncontrollable appetites, junk foods and drugs and sexual addictions. It clears the body, mind, and it feeds the spirit. It prepares the way for God to give us fresh revelation, fresh anointing, and a clear purpose. It prepares us for a new anointing. It strengthens prayer and intercession. It brings us clarity, even allowing us to get unforgiveness, bitterness, and jealousy out of our hearts. It will break poverty from our lives. See, when we fast, it does all these things. When fasting becomes a lifestyle, poverty will not be. When fasting becomes a lifestyle, poverty will not be. Romans 12 Verse 1 and 2, it says, let us know that we present, present our bodies as a sacrifice. We open ourselves to hear from God. We will know his good and perfect will for our lives. Fasting is a form of worship. When we step out of the ordinary, that is when he can reveal and share secrets with us about himself his plans, and his desire for us. Peter was fasting when he received the revelation of the assignment of his life, and it was to take the gospel to the Gentiles. Jesus had fasted 40 days and nights before he began his ministry. Fasting brings forth revelation in scriptures, and it shows us that the scriptures mean business. Where there is unity, there is strength. Victories are not won in public, but in private. Fasting in private opens up the rewards in public. Let me say that again. Fasting in private opens up the reward in public, whether it is done corporately or individually. Fasting in private opens up the rewards in public. When you do things in secret, God rewards you openly. It is awesome that when one person fasts, but when a group of people fast, there is a multiplied strength and power. Now, according to this powerful book, The Miracle Results of Fasting, there are rewards for fasting. Um, so, and they all are lined up according to Isaiah 58. Number one, to loose the bands of wickedness. We will be released from what is holding us back. Number two, to undo the heavy burdens. The Hebrew word translate undo means to tear off. Heavy burdens will be broken. Number three, to let the oppressed go free. We, we will be free from oppression and help others as well get free. Number four, 
break every yoke, bad habits will be broken. Praise the Lord. Number five, deals thy bread to the hungry. Bring the poor that are cast out to thy house. When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him. The hungry will be fed, the naked will be clothed, and the poor will be helped. Number six, then shall thy light break forth as the morning. Divine revelation will come to us when we turn down our plates. Number seven, health shall spring forth speedily. Our health will come quickly. It will come speedily. It will come fast. It will come immediately. Hallelujah. Number eight, righteousness shall go before thee and the glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. God's glory will guard our lives. Number nine, then shall thou call and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry and he shall say, here I am. Prayers will be answered speedily. Number 10, then shall thy light rise in obscurity and thy darkness be as the noonday. We will rise out of obscurity to become very successful. Praise God. Number 11, and the continue and the Lord shall guide thee continually and the Lord shall guide thee continually. Meaning the Lord will guide us always and forever. Number 12, satisfy thy soul in the drought and make fat of thy bones and thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose water fail not. All our needs will be met regardless of the economic situations. Even though right now that we are in a situation with Trump and how Trump is shutting down the government, understand that even though he's shutting down the government, the kingdom is never shut down. So all your needs will be met regardless of the economic conditions of what's going on on today. And last number 13, and they shall be of thee, shall build the old waste places, meaning you will be building. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach and the restorer of the paths to dwell in. Desolation will turn into high production. So in the conclusion, there are three reasons to fast. Number one, by fasting, you set the year off. You set the course for the rest of the year. Number two, blessings will happen to us and our families throughout the year because we fast in January. And number three, when we fast in the beginning of the year, pray and we pray, we release the principle found in Matthew 6 and 33. I want to say to you all that this has been a blessing to me and I pray that this um, podcast has been a blessing to you. And if you are in the season right now, if you're fasting individually or if you're fasting corporately with your church, continue to fast, continue to seek his face, continue to hear from him, continue to let him guide you because Because when we fast, when we put God first, we have set the year off 
we set the course for the rest of the year for our for ourselves for our benefit so father we come before you right now because we thank you for giving us the opportunity to turn down our plates, Lord God. We thank you for the opportunity that we come to seek your face, O God. Lord God, whether it's only three days, whether it's seven days, whether it's 14, whether it's 21 days, or whether it's 40 days, or whether it's the whole month that we're fasting, God. Whatever time, whatever days that we set aside for you, Father, we did it because we love you. We did it because we desire and realize that you are more important. We want more of you. We want to be fed by you more than the natural food. I ask you, Lord God, that when we are fasting, Lord God, that if our bodies get weak and our enemies speaking that we need to eat and our stomachs growl, let us know, remind us the benefits of the fasting. Remind us that the, the, what, what, of what we're going through and what we're doing is for our benefit. Let us know that the flesh will the flesh must die, so that we can grow and to and to grow more and to continue to draw closer to you like never before. I ask you, Lord God, to bless each pastor that touched and allowing their their congregation to fast, Lord God. I pray that you continue to grow. I pray and continue that they will be strengthened by your power. Where there's unity, there is strength. I ask you, Lord God, that those who are fasting, I pray, Lord God, that you will bless them for the rest of the year. I pray that you will open doors for them for the rest of the year. I pray that you will open the doors financially. I pray that you will, I pray that you will open the doors of promotion. I pray, Lord God, that you will touch their their, their entrepreneuring business. I ask you, Lord God, that you that those who are who are fasting for their children and for their family members to be saved, I pray that before the year is out that they will be saved. I thank you, Lord God, for everything that you are doing, Lord God. We thank you in advance that what we are fasting for, it already has been answered. We thank you in advance, Lord God. We give you the glory. We give you the honor and we give you all of the praise. And we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I love you. I appreciate you. Spread out the podcast. If you know anybody who's fasting, um, send it out. Let someone hear the benefits and the power of it. And I will be back on uh, earlier this week to talk about the part two. And the part two of that um, part of the fasting, we'll be talking about um, fasting defeats Leviathan. How fasting defeats Leviathan. Love you all. God bless you. Have a powerful and excellent day.